And welcome back to Freight Alley and Global Supply Chain Week. Here we are at Energy Day Friday, and uh, we're just burning through the content right now. It's, it's been amazing so far. And our next guest will just raise the bar for everything, um, for all of us as well. It's Rob Benedict. Uh, he's the Vice President of Petrochemicals and Midstream at the American Fuel and Petrochemicals Manufacturers Association. So AFPM is uh, the acronym for that. Welcome to the show, Rob. Great, thanks for having me. Good, 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 good. Hey, can you give us a little bit of background about the AFPM and what your organization does for its member companies? Sure. Uh, AFPM is a trade association. Uh, we're actually one of the oldest trade associations in Washington, D.C. We've been around since the early 1900s. Uh, and we represent the petrochemical manufacturing industry as well as the refining industry. So your, your refiners, but also the, the companies that make the petrochemical products that are in pretty much everything you use on a daily basis. Um, we're primarily an advocacy group, um, you know, headquartered in D.C. and working with uh, our members to kind of uh, engage with the federal government and also work on issues that are important to them. So, so everything really downstream in the energy supply chain when it comes to oil and gas, uh, though there's refineries, uh, though there's petrochemical plants, uh, a lot of them based in the, in the Gulf Coast here in the United States uh, who are making products for uh, various industries, I mean, quite almost every industry that you can think of, right? Yeah, um, I mean, we represent 90% um, of, of uh, refining and petrochemical manufacturing capacity. And, and, you know, we tend to know where the fuels that we use come from and go and how they are, are linked into the supply chain. But we often kind of oversee or overlook uh, what petrochemicals are involved in um, and how often and, and kind of pervasive they are in, in today's society and at how critical they are to other supply chains. Uh, I think this year with, with COVID, we kind of saw the some of that uh, come to light, uh, particularly with the importance of petrochemicals. Yeah, so let's talk about the last year and, and COVID-19 and the pandemic. We can't really get away from it at all, it yeah. seems like, in, in any discussion. But it's been a turbulent time for oil and gas. Uh, the, the price of oil, certainly, uh, drill, you know, the EMP, the up on the upstreams part of the, the supply chain. But when we look at downstream, uh, it's been turbulent there as well. So uh, what, are, what are some of the impacts that you've seen uh, through you know your own experience and your member companies have experienced uh, in the, in these turbulent times. Yeah, like like most industries, we we suffered uh, a severe shock in demand and also kind of a shift in demand when you were talking about um, petrochemicals, particularly when the virus hit. Um, that was also coupled with an ill-timed glut in crude oil based on you know OPEC negotiations and U.S. production increases. So uh, it was kind of a perfect storm. Um, you know, our fuels that we make power this, a lot of supply chains. Um, we did see a, a decrease in demand uh, in, you know, commercial driving, but we still had, you know, deliveries and, and, and emergency response. So there was some demand for fuel, but we definitely saw a, a, a quite a hit. You know, last April, uh, fuel demand for, for jet fuel dropped 80 percent, gasoline 50 percent, diesel 20 percent. Um, and, you know, that led to um, you know, decreased utilization at, at refineries. And, and at some points, we were approximately uh, shuttering about 1 billion barrels per day of, of refining capacity. Um, we on, on the petrochemical side, we kind of saw a, a mixed story. As I mentioned, petrochemicals go in so many different things. Um, some were, were, you know, less affected and some were more affected. 
when we talk about pa- food packaging, um, petrochemicals that would go into things like N95 masks or or testing kits or, or syringes and things of that nature, we saw the demand for that actually go up. But when it comes to things like transportation, construction, and manufacturing materials that are, are using plastics and petrochemicals, um, we, we definitely saw a, a shock in demand there. Um, and, and that kind of even like you, you, you don't realize in a vehicle, an auto, automobile, how many components are, are derived from petrochemicals and, and obviously demand for, for automobiles went down. So, um, yeah. you know, we, we kind of see us as the, the, the start of a lot of these supply chains. And, and you know, we had to kind of reconfigure how, how we uh, did business to make sure that, that uh, those supply chains weren't affected. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, you know, when you look at the petrochemicals industry and, and what that's a raw feedstock into, uh, it's it's almost everything. It, it really is almost everything that we do. We purchase is a somehow kind of petrochemically based on that. And you, you mentioned, uh, and we, we always forget about that. I think right at the start of the pandemic, you had uh, the, the the price war, the oil wars with uh, Russia and Saudi Arabia, uh, which uh, really boosted supply. Uh, drug prices right when the shutdown started, which was like a double dose for the, the energy markets all, all around. Um, you, you mentioned the, the, the slowdown April, May, and then the, the, the pickup since then. There's, you know, since, since petrochemicals are used in, in most every industry, there's been some, some real winners over the past year and some kind of laggards, uh, just depending on really consumer demand, right? Yeah, I mean, as I mentioned, uh, packaging for and and you know plastic films, um, the, chem- the the petrochemicals that went into those actually did pretty well. Um, things that went into to to construction or manufacturing, larger scale types of things, struggled. But we are seeing you know um, a return. I um, mean, you know, I don't think we're we're back to to the the, the normal uh, as we had in the past, but we are seeing a return, particularly for things like ethylene and propylene. Um, they, they've recovered uh, pretty well uh, since since the pandemic has kind of uh, progressed. And I've noticed on on spending data from Bank of America, their, their credit card and debit card, uh, even as as recently as September, uh, gasoline sales uh, down thirty percent. You know, from you know the, the bottom, I think was forty or fifty percent. You mentioned jet fuel down eighty percent down uh, about a year ago. Uh, but those are trending upward now, and, and it's it's only I think five percent below uh, 2019 levels at, at this time of the year for for gasoline sales, which is an encouraging uh, encouraging metric or and benchmark for the, the petrochemicals industry. Yeah, so um, you know the, the the Energy Information Administration releases their kind of short-term energy outlooks, uh, and if you look at those, uh, they they see demand for gasoline and diesel. Kind of returning in 2021 to, to 2019 levels or close to that. Uh, jet demand we we think will struggle a little bit more because people are going to be a little bit more reluctant to, to fly potentially. Uh, but we do see that coming back as well. Um, you know, on the petrochemical side, we see as I mentioned, ethylene and propylene have more than recovered already. Ethylene in particular is doing very well, uh, which is significant because the U.S. supplies about 20% of the ethylene globally. Um, now, in the past week or two, we've had some issues with the freeze in Texas that, that might, uh, you know, short-term delay. But uh, overall, I think, you know, we've seen a lot of analysts talk about a new normal, and we see the new normal probably looking a lot like the old normal. Um, you know, just when we get there, I think, is the question that, that everybody's asking. 
Well, let's talk, we have a couple of minutes left, but let's focus in uh, a little bit on deep freeze that just happened in, in, in Texas. We, we all know that the petrochemical industry is uh, very strong and, and uh, the core base of, of most of the production is around the, the Gulf Coast, which was affected with Houston. Um, I was talking to a lot of people from Houston the last couple of weeks and and, uh, and they all had, uh, you know, power, Wi-Fi issues, traffic issues. Uh, can you go into some of the the, the effects that you're seeing in the petrochemical industry uh, from that deep freeze? Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the lack of a better uh, term, and forgive the pun, it was kind of the perfect storm for, for uh, you know, disruption. You had a dramatically reduced available energy generation because of, of the storm and also skyrocketing demand that would, would match, like, the summer months in, in Texas. Um, and, you know, while our members are very well prepared and they, they, they drill for, for hurricanes and emergencies frequently. Um, you know, this was a little bit different and, and, uh, you know, the issues of, of intermittent power and water definitely caused uh, a lot of, of shutdowns or reduced capacity. You know, we saw, um, a number of our refineries and petrochemical facilities going offline as of, of, pa of the past Monday. Now this has changed. About uh, you know, 11 refineries were were close to or near full shutdown, and that was about 3.7 million barrels per day of refining capacity that was offline. Um, same for petrochemicals, we saw a, a very reduced uh, mm -hmm. level of production. The good news is, is they're working diligently to get back. Um, you know, the temperatures have subsided, and now it's kind of uh, making sure the facilities are safe to to restart. Um, you know, it's it, it's a different um, kind of uh, process that they would have to restarting after a hurricane, uh, but they're going through that process now. Right, Robert, we're running short on time. Uh, you know, AFPM is the member company. What, what's the website that, that people can go to? Yeah, you can go to AFPM.org. Um, Thank you. That's our, our website, and you can find more information there about anything we talked about today um, okay. and, and contact information if you have any further questions for us. Thank you. And now what the truck? <laughs>